Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, come on down to the show. Grab your stoutest ale and your comfiest clothes and join us for Chirping with Chip, the real episode 10. I love that we just stayed at Chirping with Chip, even though the name of the podcast is just Nathan and Heather. Yeah, Chirping with Chip. Chirping with Chip. Chirping with Chip, because that's what I'm doing. Chirping with chip that's, that's what i'm doing i'm doing the same ah there we go how are you i'm great i'm doing good what you sipping on a little cafefe that's it this time last time you went big with a white mocha oh it's a white mocha don't give me oh. it's just coffee <laughs> it's coffee i didn't spell it out sorry it's the I whole shebang what you got i got some mermaid juice oh okay Sometimes I drink my pre-workout at four in the afternoon. You got to have that little, little oomph to get you through the rest of the day. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I got my hair did. You don't even care. You look beautiful. Thanks. You look beautiful. As you always do. <laughs> Thanks. All right. So this episode I'm excited about because I put on my Instagram this morning for people to, if they have any questions for us, and we have some really good ones. So we're just going to kind of answer these on the fly. I like it. And we'll see how it goes. Okay. I'm ready. I'm ready too. Um, okay. First one is how do you avoid fighting when he's gone? Short answer, we, we don't. We don't? <laughs> yeah, I was like, do we? <laughs> we try. I mean, I don't know that we, I would say that we each do our best to be our best and take care of ourselves and be in good moods when we talk so that when we're talking, we're in good places. And by doing those things, it helps us to avoid arguing when we're on the phone. Yeah. How's that? Yeah, no, that's good. Um, yeah, I feel like it's almost inevitable that you're going to have arguments and I feel like it depends on the situation too, like where you're at, what does the deployment look like? Like, I feel like maybe we didn't fight as much when you were deployed a few years ago. Yeah. I don't really remember fighting that much, but we also weren't married yet. And I think I was just overall very scared about where you were. Um, and I kind of knew that I wouldn't really get much time with you. Whereas right now I feel like you're more accessible. <laughs> like I can call you whenever. So, um, when I don't get that time with you, I think because I'm set up with the expectation of like, oh, I should just be able to talk to him more. I don't, I feel like that kind of stresses us out more, but yeah, I would agree. I think that's fair. Okay. Um, how to deal with communication during deployments and TDYs? I think before, wow, I'm just going to start off and say what I think, and then I'll kick yeah. it over to you yeah. and say what you think. Before I leave, we look at the time zones and figure out kind of when's going to be good for us. And then basically, as soon as I hit the ground over here, we start trying to get aligned with that schedule and see how it works and make sure 
and we've tweaked it a couple times like you know calling you right when i wake up was not necessarily the best thing so usually i, I tell you that i'm like listen i'm gonna wake up you're gonna see that i'm awake but i'm not gonna call you yet until i fully wake up so that way our conversation is meaningful uh, versus me rubbing you know my eyes trying to wake up yeah i think you definitely have to like start with a plan and then figure out how you're feeling with it and like talk it through. I think if something is upsetting you or if you need something, I think I've been really good with that this time around is saying like, Hey, instead of getting mad at you or yelling at you, <laughs> it's more of like, Hey, this is how I'm feeling. This is what I need. I know that you're stressed. I know that you don't have the time or the capacity can we try to figure this out? Cause I'm feeling this way, really sad, mad, whatever. I know you're doing your best, but it's like not enough for me right now. So like, how do we make that work? And with TDYs, I feel like we've kind of, we've have definitely like argued and fought our way through those. Just like you're, and I think like over the years when you were a little bit younger, maybe like you're going out, having fun. It's like, that's what, everybody else is doing and for me I'm like home sad <laughs> like so just communicating that and like yeah yeah communication is the key to air power and our marriage say something on all of that I thought you're gonna have <laughs> something to say about TDYs and yeah I thought you were gonna have something to say about TDYs. Well, no. when you're in the room wrong you're in the wrong you know you just try to <laughs> do better and move on <laughs> yeah okay um this we're gonna stay on the fighting thing so okay. how, That's fine. how do you handle fighting while deployed yeah so i, I feel like being the the, <laughs> yeah heather hangs up <laughs> that that's how fighting goes when I'm deployed, which is probably best for the both of us because then we can both cool off and think about things or in Heather's case, get more ramped up because think about other things. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and Heather just, you know, does the thing that I'm not going to say they all women do, but, you know, just kind of relates one thing to the next yep. and then another thing and then. By the time you talk to her later, there's actually six things that she's mad about. Um, but I would say that, you know, it's almost, it's good for me, I think, to like have that pause where, you know, but I know she's mad at me. So that frustrates me. Um, I don't know, man. Fighting's like a, I don't know that, like, we're not, I don't know that we're fighting. We are in disagreement. Uh, we're arguing, you know, we're not like fighting, but I don't know, like you just try to talk as soon as you can talk. And sometimes you both got to go walk away with the understanding of you may not solve this right now. You know, usually I try to call a number of times throughout the day. You know, I usually give it an hour um, and message and see if I get a response. <laughs> and then if I get no response, okay, that means she's still mad. Um, and then I give it, you know, another 30 minutes, half hour, try again. And eventually you just got to get to the point where you can talk and figure out why you're both upset and then 
if you're still both upset at the end of the time, go to bed, try again tomorrow, man. Um, that's kind of how, how I've seen it from, from my side. What about you, love bug? Yeah, yeah. I would say, um, everything that you said like I sometimes know that we're not going to get anywhere and so I'm like I'm just hanging out like love you we'll talk it out later and sometimes I think I need you to like process things and take time to really like understand what's happening but also I will say that when we're both am I glitching when we're both working on ourselves and like taking the time to work out, get enough sleep, like do good things for our body to read. I know like for me, since reading personal development every day, like that's just helped my mind and like help me think of different things. But I've noticed that when we're both working on being our best self, we present our best self to our partner and we're not fighting as much or we can handle a fight that much better. So I would say now our fights, like I wish I had a recording like of our fights before. Oh, yeah. Because I feel like we just, you learn to like fight better. <laughs> like you learn to, yeah. And I think over the years, we've talked about and been able to talk about, you know, when we're not fighting, we've been in perfect times of non fighting. And for whatever reason, either doing these questions like this, where we get to, you know, learn more about each other just we're talking about something completely unrelated and all of a sudden it's like you know when we argue and you do this that really makes me mad and it just makes it worse and the other person's like oh my gosh i had no idea and so as you have been in relationships for longer i feel like you learn how to communicate better your fights like i would say we don't fight as much yeah like we don't fight nowhere anywhere near where we did when we first when i first deployed or oh, maybe not first deployment. We don't really fight first deployment. We're learning a lot about each other. But I, when you moved to South Carolina and then we went to Utah, we were still learning each other. I think we had a lot more. We were still learning. I, that was part of the arguments, right? Learning each other, being uncomfortable, being in situations that we weren't used to and being like, all right, well, we'll just talk about this now and <laughs> figure it out. And, yeah. So. And I also wasn't working on myself at all. Like I wasn't That's true. Yeah. anything for myself. I didn't have a good solid job that I really enjoyed. Like, I think all of that really plays into it. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Okay. Let's see. Ooh, how do you plan a wedding around the unknown <laughs> surrounding military life? <laughs> Do your best. <laughs> yeah, truly. Cause if we had, if you would propose when I wanted you to propose, we would have had to do something because you deployed that next year. Yeah. Cause I proposed in 16, December of 16, right? December of 16. Yes. December of 16, because then I left in 17. Mm-hmm. And then we were going to get married in 18. So, I, I mean, the most advice I can give you is try to do your best with planning and then be prepared to shift Yeah. as things happen, you know, but making like planning far enough in advance or close enough 
to where you're comfortable with that, right? Like I could have, I could have proposed to you in December and then we could have been like, okay, you're leaving. We're going to get married before you leave. And we could have planned, you know, rush planned a wedding. We just chose not to do that. Yeah. We so. just had like a year and a half engagement and got married in June of 2018. And really we knew, okay, he was coming back home. They usually don't deploy you for at least what, six months for most branches. Yeah. Um, so we knew, okay, we had, we had at least enough time. Yeah. But, um, we were, oh no, we were still in Utah. Yeah. You really just gotta, I feel like it's rare. Tell me if I'm wrong, that the military will just be like, okay, you're moving in two months. Well, I guess that does happen sometimes, but for the most part, I feel like you get, you have a good amount of time before you either move or deploy. Yeah. Well, I mean, maybe not even deploy. Actually. I feel like people get tasked with deployments right away too. Yeah. Maybe just, you got to do your best. <laughs> do your best and yeah. be prepared to pivot. Yeah. You know? And you're so... literally marrying your BFF. Oh, that's something too, that we talked about is potentially getting what they call it, JP married, like justice of the peace married. We did talk about that. Um, cause I know that that's like a common thing. I had a lot of people talk to me about it, especially when he, he was deploying to Afghanistan. Everybody's like, it probably makes the most sense that you should do that. And we really thought we were going to at one point and then it just didn't feel right for us. So we ended up not doing that and, um, just waiting for the full ceremony when he got back, but yeah. Yeah. So what I did there instead, so I know people are like worried about benefits and stuff. I still, before I deployed, I still made Heather, my fiance, the uh, recipient of all of my benefits. So you can, even if it's not your, you know, even if you're not married yet, you can still make Cause I knew that Heather was the person that I wanted to spend my life with. So just at the time, you know, I made Heather Muller the recipient of uh, my benefits. And when we got married, I changed it. Yeah. That was something too, that um, I was kind of, I was at, cause I was new to everything. I didn't really know anything about anything. I just, everybody was like, this is what you should do. You should get married now benefits, whatever. And we finally ended up talking with someone who was like, no, it really is your choice. Like as like, if he's already transferred things to you, cause that was the thing, right? Like if something were to happen to you and part of me was like, I don't want, I don't know. I don't want to like get married with the, <laughs> like, with the basis of like, my husband may die. So let's get, I don't know. I just didn't feel comfortable about it. Um, but I also see why people do. And yeah, I think you have to do, that's not the question. Do what's right. Do what's right for you. Yep. Absolutely. No, I'm glad we talked about that. That's, and I'm glad that we talked about it before I left too, because that was my time to Afghanistan. So we were worried about what was going to happen. So talk to your partner. There's no wrong answers. Yeah. And the, yeah, there's no wrong. That's okay. <laughs> Um, what is next after Kansas? How long are y'all going to be there? Kansas, one year. Why June to June, maybe. 
that's just the length of the school is just one year. So after one year, should we'll get another assignment. We won't find that out until August at the earliest or February of 23 at the latest. So we don't know yet. We hope it's Florida. There's a job that I want in Florida that I've kind of been shooting for. It's an EOD position um, back to where I really love in the military. And so we'll see. We'll see if it all works out. You're going to get it. I hope so. It'd be so great. Yeah. It would be great. Lots of good vibes and prayers for that job. And it would be so cool to find out this August. We would leave in, yeah, leave in June and then find out the next place. So that would be really cool too, to stay stateside and even like closer to the East coast with all of our fam too. So yeah, that'd be great. Okay. Non-military related question. What type of dog would you get if you got a third dog? So So let me, (laughs) let me set the record straight right now. There is no third dog, no third dog. Third dog is not happening. Um, but I don't know that we're ever, I mean, German German chefs for life, German chefs for life. I think depending if we rescue in the future, you know, maybe a golden or a lab or big dogs, we're big dog people. Yeah. You got to have a big dog. Like the other night I was literally spooning trigger and I was like, I can't imagine not having a big dog, especially with you gone. I'm like, I just need a big animal, a big bear. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. German shepherds are really the best. They take a lot of work and time, but I would do it 10 times over because they're just so, they're amazing. They're so loyal and such personalities. Yeah. As this doing circles around me because he wants his dinner. I need you to lay down. Mama's doing a podcast. I wish you could see his face. (laughs) He's just like tilted and at me. I need you to lay down. Mama's doing a podcast. Good boy. 